0: The Tuesday of week five for your Philadelphia Eagles, they're getting ready to host the New York Jets Sunday at the link. I got the voice of the Eagles, Meryl Reese, joining me as he does every weekday morning. Merrill, good morning. Let's take a little bit of a different turn today. Something that has popped up noticeably in the four Eagles games so far and many other games across the NFL, probably all of them if you really look at it, the officiating this year has been complained about a lot early on. Why do you think that is? I think it's,
1: it's right to complain about it because there's a lot to be desired. These are highly trained officials. They're excellent officials. But the rules are making it very difficult for them, and they are overreacting. I thought it was a bad idea when they made pass interference a reviewable call. And it seems almost as if every time we see a contested pass, and usually there are elements of offensive and defensive pass interference in the same play, the play ends and there is a flag thrown. Or, if there isn't a flag thrown, a coach challenges. You see it all the time. You see the flag thrown for holding time and time again. I think football is a great game. I think it's a beautiful game with a lot of great athletes performing. But this is killing the entire rhythm of the game. It's slowing the game down. And I think for a lot of fans, it's very frustrating. I have no problem when the flag is thrown with dangerous hits, when the helmet is used, where a player's safety is jeopardized. But when they're throwing it time and time again for some plays that have nothing to do with the result of the play, something far away from where the ball actually is located, I think they've gone too far.
0: Merle, why do you think the referees are being so loose with the officiating this year? Why why are they calling so many penalties?
1: Well, I I think there are different points of emphasis. And this year, the the call du jour, so to speak, seems to be past interference. And because the coaches can challenge it, I think they're just calling it more and more tightly. And I think it's a big mistake. I think the league has to do something about it. Broadcasters are complaining about it. You hear it time and time again. They'll review it and they'll say, boy, there really wasn't much there. And even the experts, the former officials, are Critical of it at times. I know just from being out there and and seeing NFL fans all the time, that is the number one complaint. And it really is hurting the game.
0: I wonder how much, because obviously the the ability to challenge or or challenge a pass interference, or, or rather a pass interference that wasn't called, is because of what happened in the NFC Championship game last year between the Saints and Rams. So I wonder if that's why it's being called more often these days because it was missed in the NFC Championship game, so maybe the referees, Merrill, think that, like, oh, well, you know what, we'll call it, and if it's wrong, somebody will challenge it, and then we'll take it away. Better to call it than to not call it.
1: Well, I don't think you have to wonder. I think that one egregious miss by the officials in the Saints-Rams game was what motivated the owners in their meetings to make pass interference a challengeable call. It has been talked about in the past, but that one huge mistake at a critical point of a critical game was the one that spurred them on, but I think they have to uh, upon re- further review go back into the meetings and say this is a mistake well, i don't this is a mistake
0: i don't disagree with you and, and it's and it's you know like when they when somebody like a coach challenges a non call i don't think I've seen it been overturned once and at least I mean in any of the Eagles games so far it hasn't been overturned and I don't know how much it's actually been overturned across the league.
1: It, it has been overturned at times, but not often, because when they do challenge, that pass interference has to be so flagrant for them to overturn it. But again, it stops the game. And again, they are getting they are getting so quick to pull the flag out of their pockets. How many plays do you see and say, oh, what a great play? And then there's the, there's flag, the flag and yeah. then they go back and, and and they're supposed to take no more than 90 seconds but we know that it takes 90 seconds. You see four guys standing around talking about it because the officials do want to get it right. It's an effort on their part. They do want to do what's right, and these are not a bad bad officials. This is just the way the officiating is being treated, and they've got to review it, and they've got to come to a better conclusion because they are spoiling the game.
0: Okay, Merrill, well, I'll, I'll give you this one more on this topic then, and, and it's an extreme. Do you think that instant replay review should be eliminated entirely in football?
1: No, no. I think that uh, re- eliminating instant replay would be going back into the, the dark ages because the, you want to get it right. And there are so many instances where instant replay corrects a mistake. You need instant replay. You have to have instant replay. But everything doesn't have to be reviewed.
0: All right, Merrill, let's talk about a little bit with what's going on with the Eagles right now. A couple of things, some news to come out yesterday, or rather a report that came out yesterday, which we'll maybe get confirmation on as the week goes on. Avante Maddox, according to NFL Network, is week to week, likely going to miss a few games with a neck sprain. Uh, Fortunately, it's only a neck sprain with the way that injury looked, how how severe it looked on the field against the Packers. I don't think we're very surprised by that. Um, so what do they do now A corner? We still don't know what's up with Sidney Jones. Uh, Avante clearly is going to probably miss a couple of games. They just picked up Orlando Skandrick, as we talked about yesterday. Would you even, Merrill, go after a guy like Jalen Ramsey and trade away some some high picks?
1: No, I I wouldn't personally. I know that a lot of people would like to see Jalen Ramsey here, but the key to the pass defense is not their corners. The key to the pass defense is the pass rush, and this is what they have to focus on. There has to be more pressure on the passer, and even if you had Jalen Ramsey, that would not correct The problem, it would would certainly improve the talent in the defensive backfield, but I think they're asking for a lot for Jalen Ramsey, maybe two number one draft choices, and I wouldn't go for that.
0: And last one for you, Merrill. I know you've already started preparing for the New York Jets even as early as Tuesday. Uh, yesterday, their head coach, Adam Gase, said that Sam Darnold, as he's recovering from mono, it isn't quite cleared to do what he needs to do yet. He's still recovering from it, and thus that's putting his status for Sunday in question, which means that they would again start Luke Falk. The, the winless Jets would start Luke Falk. What do you know about Luke Falk?
1: Uh, Very, very little, only having seen him in the preseason. Uh, He's certainly not a household name, uh, but he is an NFL quarterback. and We've seen quarterbacks without the biggest names in the world crop up over the years, and suddenly
0: they look like all pros on a given Sunday. So I would take nobody for granted. All right. Sounds good, Merrill. Well, thank you very much for the time, as always, and we'll chat tomorrow morning. Okay. See you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. Okay.